<laughs> Spring break. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 83. Let's get this over with so we can just get back to Pokemon Go. That's right. You're back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. The number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. I am your illustrious, loud, screaming host, the one and only Shane O'Hare. I am gathered with Juan Carlos. I am back. And Shashua Shashan. I never left. Yeah, and you should mic up. <laughs> yeah. Or or tell Skype to turn off automatic, like, mic ducking. Skype, turn off. <laughs> All right, we're, gonna, we're doing this live. Do this live. Go to tools. Yes. Go to options. Yes. Go to audio settings. Yes. Are those automatically adjust unclicked? Automatically adjust. No, it's clicked. Unclick it. Unclick them. Unclick them. Yes. Save. We're All right. good. All right. <laughs> All right. Doing it live on the Geekscape Games podcast. It is uh, about a thousand degrees uh, in my hangar right now. The doors open. The fans are running. Um, my third hard drive in my computer is giving the big. It, the logo for the temperature sensor is literally just a picture of fire. So <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a quick and dirty and sweaty podcast. You guys say we should get into it? Let's go. Yes, please. Alrighty, so the big news of the week is Pokemon Go came out, and it is sweeping the world by storm. And by the world, I mean North America, United States, and some parts <laughs> of Scandinavia. Um, uh, we've all have played it. Uh, I guess you know. Uh, let's get a little, 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 little quick review into it. What? <laughs> what do you? What do you guys? Uh, Josh had a very long write up, but. You know, now that it's been out, has there been any major changes between the the beta and the release, or is it pretty much the same? Um, I haven't had a chance to play it too much because it won't stay connected for a long period of time. But what I immediately noticed is they added a settings mode so that you can turn the music off, which is a fucking godsend. Yeah, yeah, that's the the first thing I did. That was like the biggest thing that was bugging me on the beta because I was trying to hatch my eggs and listen. And I think I mentioned this last week, but I was like trying to listen to my music while hiking and trying to hatch my eggs and that fucking music just wouldn't stop and it's just like a 20 second loop yeah (laughs) wait that's zelda shit no it's not even the real pokemon music it's some bootleg sounding thing like niantic labs like cover like midi cover (laughs) but yeah that was the first that was the first thing i noticed and it's really the only thing i noticed because i haven't been able to play it for more than five minutes at a time Mm. uh wana what do you what do you say I like it a lot better than the field test version I was playing a couple of weeks back. Yep. Uh, yeah. Is it just more stable or? It's stable. Um, the the way the gyms are presented, I'm looking at it now. They have the top, it looks like they have the top three players at the gym here ranked. And I could take a look at them. They're what Pokemon, they're level. Holy crap, a level 335 Pidgeot? It's, son of a bitch. Anyway. Um, Those are numbers. Yeah, this it's just uh, the interface is a lot more welcoming than it was before. So um, I made a comment earlier saying that this was going to be the Batman v Superman of mobile games, where we were all very excited, but people were going to complain about it or find things to not like about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I have to retract that because it seems every it, while there are some shortcomings to this as opposed to the traditional Pokemon games for the 3DS. It's going to be funny to see just how, if at all, this game interacts with Pokemon Sun and Moon 
and to what degree, if it does, um, if it's able to retain those fans going into November of this year. But I would say I'm very surprised um, how successful this launch has gone, given how many negative aspects to the field test version came out. But I guess that's what it is, a field test, right? To find what doesn't work, fix what they can. And, you know, hopefully based on this, they can, you know, keep improving on the app. And um, I know we're going to get to it later in the show, but uh, we'll get into specific numbers as to how successful this game has been this week. Yeah, um, I I, uh, I picked it up a uh, day or two. No, I, I think the day of it hit the, the Play Store and I'm um, just kind of like was walking around, uh, you know, uh, the airport that I live on and just, you know, at three in the morning and, and realized like this reminds me of like what I was doing when, when Ingress first came out. Like when Ingress first launched, like finding myself in a snowbank at three in the morning trying to like destroy portals. It was, um, uh, it, it was, there was a, a lot of like nostalgia to it. Mm. And, um, and in the, the place I live, it's, it's a very, you know, small place. You would easily consider the, um, I mean, technically the, the city I live in is, is, you know, um, USDA calls it a rural location when, you know, I consider like, you know, the city of Wasilla, but it's fucking rural as fuck. Um, so the, the portals are, are not portals. The, uh, like Pokestops, um, um, are there. The moment I started checking out to him, I'm like, Hey, these are portals that I submitted for ingress back when it first started. And like all the portals that were, all the Pokestops were just fucking ingress portals that like me and like the small group of ingress Alaska players had like submitted. So it was like, like, it was kind of like revisiting old friends. I'm like, Hey, this is, this is kind of cool. Like I, I remember like hanging out in, you know, in parking lots, you know, attacking the Wasilla post office and like trying to capture it. And like, it was, it was really cool. It, it brought back some good memories. And, um, I was walking around the, uh, the park, uh, in Wasilla today. <clears throat> and there was just like the kids everywhere on their fucking cell phone, like, like walking around in trees and stuff. And I, I, I knew instantly, like everybody was out there getting to the polka stops, um, and hunting around for fucking weedles and caterpie and, uh, Hey, um, in case anybody's wondering, there is a metal slash punk rock show going on in the Wasilla Park <laughs> today that I stumbled upon. <laughs> Just a bunch of like really sad and angry looking kids with their parents listening to bad like blast beats and like power chords. <laughs> like, but the funny thing it's too funny. is like when I was out today, I saw like some hipsters talking to some high school kids. And when they walked away from each other, we overheard them talking about Pokemon Go. So it seemed like that's probably what they were talking about when they like ran into each other. So it's like this weird thing where like everyone's on it and everyone has like something to talk about because everybody knows what you're doing when you're walking and staring into your phone over the last couple of days. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And it's, it, there's, there's been so many stories coming out about it. Um, and we had a few like in our news um, section to talk about uh, a couple of the, like the funny ones that I saw was uh, a post from some, uh, a Facebook post from some police um, uh, precinct. It said like, hey, so there's a Pokestop at like, you know, precinct, you know, 252. You don't have to actually go inside the building to access it. Everyone stay outside, please. Uh, you can do it from the parking lot and stay safe. Um, and then um, on the, uh, the one that I, I thought was the funniest was, uh, or the second funniest, was on the, uh, the Pokemon Go subreddit. Someone said like, um, like I work at a 911 call center um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I saw this and then, like uh, a dispatch report came across like his computer. It's like suspicious vehicle. And then like the notes were like, 
like officer approached um driver of vehicle had um uh concealed con- concealed carry weapons license and then like a number and then it was like um uh occupant of vehicle was playing pokemon geocaching game <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it's like it's it's awesome that everybody of like all ages race creeds socioeconomic backgrounds um and you know different ilks are playing something together it's really exactly what that really like overproduced trailer we saw last year was yeah. like like it's really everybody is fucking playing it because pokemon is universal everybody who's the poke uh, pokemans is and a pikachu um so i think it's a, a success um nintendo's stock rose eight <laughs> percent today <laughs> jesus like and that's pretty big nintendo stock is pretty beefy so it rose eight percent today um and uh yeah i'd say it's uh it's a success um even uh we might have found um a resolution to a missing persons case <laughs> that's one <laughs> way to put it <laughs> oh my uh, god tell us tell us about this one so uh i didn't i i gotta give credit where credit's due i've i've found out through a youtube channel alpha mega sin and he and i just saw the title of, of the video says uh, teenager finds dead body while playing Pokemon Go. Now, <laughs> I think okay, okay, that's fucking. I, you yeah. texted that to me today, and I was laughing audibly. <laughs> like <laughs> I, 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 when I first saw that, I just swore that it was a fake, like a satirical article or something. There's yeah. no way it could be real. And then I saw everyone start reporting it, and I was like, oh shit! Like <laughs> this game is not even a what a week old, and we already found. I, that's got to be a first. Like. Like I can't. When's the last time on a mobile game where you had to go to like certain actual real life locations? Do you find a dead body? And well, I, I got I got um I got yelled at by a meth head with a shotgun while playing Ingress. I'll take Does that. that count. That, that that definitely counts. <laughs> but but uh, it's just I would have thought okay, if you say this girl found uh you know dead body, where did this take place? And I'm thinking okay, uh California, right? Or, Watts, or, or Chicago, uh, murder capital of the United States. It was in Wyoming. <laughs> the, the state with like the least population. It it was in I, I like I'm saying it out loud and it still makes no sense. It sounds like a joke. They found the dead body while playing Pokemon Go in in Wyoming, not L.A., not Chicago, not even New York, not even some. Uh, it's in what what why i don't get it <laughs> but here's what happened i guess she and this is what makes it work she's 19 years old she woke up the other, she woke up earlier this weekend and so all the kids are on summer break and so she's like just you know probably finished first year of college or whatever and she's like all right i'm gonna wake up today and i got nothing to do i'm gonna go play pokemon go get some fresh air 8 40 in the morning <laughs> and what happened on her phone and you guys know it'll tell you hey there's a pokemon nearby and so she starts going towards this river that's behind her house, has to jump a fence to get there. But, you know, if you got to get a Pokemon, you got to get a Pokemon. Fences yeah. be damned. <laughs> and as she's getting closer where the Pokemon's waiting, that's where she takes a look in the river and sees something askew. And it turns out somebody, a, a, a male body face down floating in the river. And the cops came down. And they did their investigation, found out, you know, just due to evidence and, you know, whatever, that the body hasn't even been there for 24 hours. No sign of foul play. Um, so it seems like what it's... Does that, what does that mean? Uh, uh, no maybe, sign he, of- maybe he drowned when he was looking for the same Pokemon. <laughs> like, he tripped and fell. 
<laughs> got knocked unconscious and then drowned in the water to find the Pokemon that she ended up oh, catching. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, I th- oh, wait. What, if, what if they were fighting over a Pokemon and she drowned him? Oh, yo. <laughs> no. That, oh, my God. We're on to something. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, crap. I was just thinking, you know how in the beginning when you boot up the app, it has the silhouette of the Pokemon trainer looking at its phone and there's a giant Gyarados just staring it down? Yeah. What if that actually did happen? Some fucking Gyarados came out and just fucking killed the poor guy. There probably wouldn't be anything left of him if it was a Gyarados, though. Maybe it didn't taste good. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but was it, Josh, what you said, which is just fucking perfect? <laughs> well, when the girl showed she up. Should've used, she should have used a revive on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucking brutal. Ugh. I could imagine her like running from Pokestop to Pokestop, hoping that one of them has a revive, so she get back and <laughs> so she could get back in time. <laughs> but you know what? The, the I guess the funny, the funny thing is uh, at the bottom of the article uh, from this Wyoming uh, Wyoming news outlet, the the very first question that has the most votes is. Uh, well, did she get the Pokemon? <laughs> like, like nobody cares. Like, it's like a priority. And then uh, somebody else put a, uh, a a remark saying, "Was it a ghost Pokemon?" <laughs> well, I mean, if Pokemon taught me anything, she should have just taken him to the Pokemon Center, and he would have been fine. We've all known that, you know. So, but it's how how weird is that? Like, and we've seen pictures of people. Like, there was uh, on Twitter, some guy uh, caught a what was it? Uh, a Pidgey in the room where his wife was delivering their first child. What? I'm not kidding. I'll send it to you. His wife was being pregnant for, I guess we were going to do a C-section or something. And, <laughs> and, and the, he takes a picture and he's like, yeah, I'm about to be, a, we're about to be parents, but priorities. And there's a picture Wouldn't of the it? Pidgeotto just chilling on the floor. Wouldn't it have been that much better if it was like a Scyther? <laughs> Photoshop that is. I'll send you the picture. Please make that. <laughs> Please make that the album art for the show. Uh, 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 that's just yeah. Oh god, yeah, uh, Josh, gold star for you, my friend. I'm making yeah, a chart. Yeah. Oh god, uh, podcast winner of the week, right there. Oh god. Uh, but, yeah, but, but yeah, um, but you know, of all well, these crazy scenarios, and we've seen people take pictures of Pokemon like in their house, the backyard, in crazy situations. But fucking dead body, man. Like, I, I, I don't know how you top that other than, yeah, pregnant wife in the hospital. But uh, it's and, and you know what? As this continues, we're only going to get stories like this. Maybe not dead bodies, but Pokemon and, and very uh, other discoveries. It's only a matter of time before someone finds like cash or some treasure or something like that. Yeah, there's going to be um, there, there's going to be there, I, I read it. Uh, like the day or the night it came out, there was like some kid that got mugged and his phone stolen while looking for fucking. He was in a bad part of town and he was looking for some Pokemon, <laughs> so he ran into some mankeys. And <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I feel bad about that one. <laughs> the worst part is I'm pretty sure that that story was satirical, so oh! <laughs> it's like he just wasted that. We just wasted our cancellation on something that didn't even happen. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there's probably only like, do you think a lot of people that listen to our show are going to get that? 
the cool ones. Yes, I think all of them will. <laughs> Man, all, I went down to all, watch and ran into some Yankees. Oh god, that reminds me of that time well, that Zach, like you keep saying that. It reminds me of when Zach Efron got into a fight and his car broke down in like Compton or something, like a year and a half ago. What happened? He supposedly threw a empty liquor bottle at a homeless dude and then a bunch of homeless dudes came out and like beat up him and his bodyguard oh my god that's hilarious yeah forget well uh, just to add on to the pokemon go stuff uh we don't have specific numbers in terms of downloads if you go to the well for me i have a android device so it says there's over fifty thousand downloads but it's far more than that the game so far um has outpaced Mobile Strike, Game of War, Clash Royale, Candy Crush Saga, and Clash of Clans this week. Really? In terms of money. So I'm even sure though, Derek's disappointed. Yeah, so as so as so it is free to play. So you don't need any money to play Pokemon Go, but you know, there is in you know currency you can get the Pokecoins, which uh, lets you get a bevy of little items so you can catch more Pokemon and beef them up. So they're saying that uh, the title is shot straight to the top of both free chapters. This is particularly impressive as typically a free-to-play game requires some time before consumers are willing to shell out real money. So it seems people have not thought twice. Like, they're more than willing to give money to this. Now, my question to you, and I'm guilty because when that goddamn freaking Nintendo Badge Arcade came out, <laughs> oh god i i think i spent at least like 80 bucks on that damn thing and it not all in one sitting but just like you know every week you're like i'll throw five bucks here i'll throw five bucks here H- how much money do you see yourself spending on pokemon go if any zero shane mm, um i'd probably max out 20 bucks because i i spent i i spent probably about 30 bucks on um oh what's the 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 ds pokemon one where you match Shuffle? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I spent about thirty bucks on a shuffle. All right. So I, I'm thinking But but I use Google um um rewards. So oh, I, I, okay. I've got like twenty dollars in free credit that, that I can just dump into the game. Hmm. Well I know when we did that when they did that trailer, there's gonna be events where there'll be like hard to catch Pokemon or special event Pokemon, but you all have to go one place to fight it to catch it. Um, yeah, I you can easily see how they'll do that as a premium service. Like you have to, because you always do that with shuffle. Like if you want to play a certain stage, you have to spend coins. Now you could buy the coins, or you could just keep playing and playing and playing and playing to and grind for them. Grind for them. So, yeah, I think we're gonna get a situation, especially since we see a lot of adults playing Pokemon Go. If not majority of them are adults, uh, you're thinking ten bucks a pop. Like, like put it this way: there's fifty thousand people who've downloaded this game. If each one of those people throws at least what five bucks at it, just five bucks. Yeah. What is that? Uh, Two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, you're an English teacher, not a math. So, so like, I'm know. just taking fifty thousand times five. Okay. Yeah. So two hundred fifty grand just on that for five bucks. You know. So it, I, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to do this with uh, that Animal Crossing app that they're coming out with the mobile game, and there's uh, there a Fire Emblem one that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So I think this is the beginning of a of a of a new dawn for Nintendo in terms of a new realm, a, a a place that they arguably probably should have visited earlier. But you know, I'm glad that they're here now. But it's going to be nice to it's interesting to see how their mobile market and the handheld market can coexist with one another. 
Yeah. And this isn't even, this has nothing to do with their partnership with Dinah. No, no, not at all. So it's really like, it's, it's going to be a really like interesting. Yeah. And, see it's, how, it's, if, and, and to see if the NX has anything to do and it's kind of like bringing both of those platforms together. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, well, see, there's a the thing is like, is the, is the NX going to like feature, like, is there going to be a separate mobile ecosystem? Like is Pokemon go going to be available on the NX? Mm. Like that's questions, questions, questions that we don't have the answer to. Um, so yeah, I, I say move on for Pokemon yes. Go. Like it's it's a success, uh, except for the servers are run by hamsters and potatoes. <laughs> it's like Ubisoft servers at this point. Oh, ooh. Um, quick bullet point: No Man's Sky goes gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a great picture of the release candidate one on Blu-ray and the team. So that's gonna gonna get sent out. So um, <clears throat> that's exciting. We're gonna get to play that pretty soon. Are you guys planning to pick that game up? Yes. Absolutely. I'm I'm not. I want to wait and see what people say about it first. It's a week one purchase for me. Are you going to pre-order it? God, no. There's no reason <laughs> to pre-order games ever again. Ever. Ever again. Um, That's actually not true because there's a couple of pre-order bonuses that came out this week for a few games. Mm. There was actually a bunch of anime game-related news that come out of Anime Expo from last week, so we can... Speed through that real quick. Well, yeah, wait, wait, before you speed through that, I, 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 yeah. I'm curious, Josh. You were there. Were you there for the entirety of the convention? Uh, yeah. Let me allow. <clears throat> I remember going back in 2002 in Long Beach in a small hotel where I went the day it started, and I bought my three day pass for like 30 bucks, and I I was able to see everything and do everything. I saw pictures from the convention this year. From a bunch of folks, uh, Lamar, uh, for you, uh, a couple of former students, it looked like a giant clusterfuck. And, yep. and, and it just seems to me <laughs> yep. like every single year, I don't know how it manages to do it, but the crowd gets bigger and bigger and bigger. How would you describe the size of the, uh, the crowd, the attendees there compared to last year? It definitely felt a lot more crowded, according to Wikipedia, because I was researching an article that I didn't write. But <laughs> um, <laughs> last year, Anime Expo, it, according to Wikipedia, was I think about ninety-two thousand attendees, and this year at the close of the show, they said it was at about ninety-eight thousand. Oh my! So gosh. that's like a six thousand person increase from and, last year. And next year, it's oh, apparently oh, going to be five days. Yeah, they're going to do like what Comic-Con does where they're going to have a preview day and then the four regular days. So it's going to be a total of five, which is the first time in the convention's history. I mean, it's getting bigger and bigger, but their organization honestly hasn't gotten any better. In fact, in fact, it's just gotten worse over the years. But I mean, good for them, I guess, because, you know, they keep attracting the traffic. And it's still a lot of fun despite the problems. But I mean, that's another story for another time, probably. Well, well no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, um, hold on. Uh... Uh, do, 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 do. I'm trying to see, like, just to like put it in perspective. Um, uh, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con 2008, there was a, a, rec, uh, a reported number of 134,000 attendees. That was 2008. Um, I'm scared where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and two, uh, uh, this is like, this is actually just like some, like, telling about like, so on average, there's about 130,000 attendees that <clears throat> go to San Diego Comic-Con. But 
Uh, I heard Anime Expo, Anime Expo, the staff had no control over anything, and it was utter shit show. It wasn't even that they didn't have control over it. It was just that they didn't. no one knew what was going on, and mm. they were starting panels late for seemingly no reason. Um, and, and the worst... Well, the worst one would come on Sunday, but I remember on the first day of the of the They're show all coming on Sunday. I, was, I know that. <laughs> but I was trying to go to the Mega sixty four panel. So you went for the Lord. Well, you were actually trying to go to that. Yeah, and then earlier in this earlier in the same day, I went to the NIS panel, and they were diff. The problems was essentially the same in both cases that people were lined up before the panel started and for whatever reason they weren't letting people in until a good 20 minutes after the scheduled start time oh my god and the staff from the inside of the room was trying to get the panelists to start their panel even though there was no one in there so that resulted in a lot of the panels getting cut short or or some of the panels literally did just present to an empty room until everyone came in and that went on that went on all three uh, like the first three days that happened at every panel i tried to go to until the fourth day it seemed like they finally had it together but I have no idea why they weren't letting people in. A lot of the Mega 64 people were upset because their panel ended up being only about 30 minutes as opposed to an hour because they refused to start until the people were in the room. Yeah, um, um, the uh, I, I am a, a moderator of the Mega 64 subreddit, and uh, there was a post on there that I saw that um, was really kind of telling. Um, uh, but they said that uh, somebody said uh, the... Uh, Anime Expo staff can bite my ass. They made us wait in line for 20 minutes after the panel starts, only to have us go from the line in, out into the con hall and then say, panel's full, clear out. I got there at 5.45 for a panel that started at 6.15. That was probably my fault, but even people ahead of me who got there an hour before got told to leave. The only reason I go to AX every year is for the boys and their insane cosplay, but man, fuck Anime Expo. I'm just going to stick with game days from now on. Um, thanks for having the booth, guys. Yeah, um, and it, it wasn't even just Mega 64. Like, I felt really bad for the NIS America people because that was the first panel I tried to go to and something similar happened. But at the time, I didn't even know where the line was. And when I asked someone where the line was, he gave me some vague directions. And it was 10 minutes after the panel was supposed to have started. So I said, oh, hasn't the panel already started? And he kind of rudely said, no, it hasn't started. So I tried to walk towards where he told me the line was. But then I saw that the front doors, someone had opened them. And there was like maybe five people sitting in there. So I just walked in. And the panelists were like on the open mic saying, can we get staff members outside to see what's going on? Like, we don't want to start until people are here and it's cutting into our time. And they waited another like five minutes. And then he he finally just was like, look, it's getting too late. We're just going to start with whoever's in the room and we'll just pause when everyone finally is in. That's that's awful. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a mess. And there's problems every year. But this year seemed particularly bad which is crazy because you would think it would get better over time but i mean but yeah that's pretty much the gist of it hey you know but that's a um you know that's that's good on you for like just walking in because you know there's always that uh that adage like if you are walking into some place and you act like you belong people are gonna let you uh let you in yeah and it wasn't even like the panelists were against it they were desperate for people to show up because they're sitting there wondering what's happening to their panel and there's literally a line of people waiting to get in that they're just not moving. Um, any uh, amazing news from that panel? Um, there was actually a really interesting... They only covered one game, but it was really interesting. I'll, get, I'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about the games we've been playing. Okay. Um, uh, any other... Like, Let me just go through like quick news. Um, the uh, Callie Marie Amiibos... Uh, to push the number of amiibos over to a hundred, mm-hmm. 
which is amazing. Uh, does do you either of you have a complete collection? Um, I don't have the Skylanders versions of Bowser and Donkey Kong, or nor do I have that giant uh, Mega Yarn Yoshi. But um, okay. I'm ash- ashamed yet proud to say I have all the others. Right. What about you, Josh? I'm actually just ashamed to say that I <laughs> do have all of them. You do. Wow. I have both the dark and regular editions of the Bowser and Donkey Kong Skylanders. I have... Yeah, go listen, go listen to an episode, like, I don't know, like, last year. Like, I, I know that the, the stinger of that episode uh, is you going, uh, we're going to wait for our special edition Skylanders supercharged uh, Nintendo 64 cartridge to come out. That's the stinger. I know episodes by their stingers. <laughs> but we go into detail about how Josh got his Amiibos. Man, like I don't know. It's sad to it's sad to see that number there. There's over there's a hundred now, and we have all of them. Like Callie and Marie, and the alternate colored Splatoon three pack came in today. So I need to, I need to pick them up, dude. It's like it's it's out of control. I need and me, we have the, Marie. and we pretty much have all the Disney Infinities too, and most of the Skylanders. So it's it just never ends. But I like. Are you just trying to fill a hole? Josh. <laughs> Phrasing. Well, I never, I never had much, much trouble with that. Uh. <laughs> Phrasing. Who hurt but, you, Josh? You hurt me every week <laughs> with, with your, with your Trump support and your racism. Yeah, gotta um, get that minky, build but, that wall. Oh God. But yeah, I mean, aside from that, outside of like the AX news that was game related, at least, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse two was announced the pre-orders were announced for it and they were going to they announced that black goku is going to be Wait, a whoa 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 african-american goku. I don't, I don't like how you said black 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 goku that's his name well some of some translations say goku black instead of black goku but whatever like black costume or black well in the newest like in the current the currently does running storyline key card huh does he have an ebt card Oh, God. <laughs> well, he did try to steal Trunks' time machine. <laughs> but, no, but, like, basically in the current, uh, current storyline on Dragon Ball Super, it follows future Trunks. And I'm, I'm assuming it's the same future Trunks from the Cell Saga all those years ago. But basically, the world is still fu- his world is still fucked up after the androids got killed because an alternate version of like an evil alternate version of goku showed up who is the same his personality is the same in the sense that he still loves to fight and challenge himself but he's like really ruthless and he like murders bulma when trying to fight trunks and all this stuff so trunks goes back to like the normal timeline to get help from all the main characters and then uh black goku followed him so it's like goku's fighting himself right now essentially so he's yeah I'm, i'm looking at a video from um from it right now and he's just wearing like a black outfit and he's got earrings on. <clears throat> yeah, he has like the fusion he has the fusion earring on, but he's not as far as we know, he's not fused to anybody. He says he hates Saiyans, so he might not even be a Saiyan. And he doesn't have any transformations, like he just fights his normal Goku. He doesn't have like Super Saiyan or anything else as far as we've seen so far. So, so it's actually really like, interesting. Oh, he's only he's only got one of the earrings on. Yeah. Like usually mm-hmm. the other earring would have force him to fuse with whoever's wearing it, but for whatever reason, like there's really nothing known about him yet aside from that. He's essentially a murderous version of regular Goku. And he's apparently not a Saiyan. 
So he sounds like and his uh, aura is purple. His aura is purple for Christ's sakes. This is a walking stereotype. He's <laughs> he sounds and look. He's I'm looking at the picture that you guys are probably looking at. He looks like Anakin Skywalker from Episode Three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like yeah, Saiyans. I don't like Jedi's. No, but yeah. Aside from that, um, God Eater Two is also going to have a Day One edition, which is going to come with the complete the full version of the first God Eater Resurrection, which actually just released a week ago. So if you hold out for another month and a half, you'll get both games for the price of just God Eater 2. And it's also going to come with uh, costumes from Sword Art Online, Assassination Classroom, Tokyo Ghoul, and Tales of Zestaria. So it's kind of a tie-in to both their Namco Ban- uh, Bandai Namco's Tales series and the all these other anime that have been released recently. Um, other than that, Azure Striker Gunvolt is getting both a physical version that's going to bundle both parts one and two into one package. Awesome. And, and is also going to have a... I have no idea what you're talking about. <clears throat> Azure Striker Gunvolt. It's the, it's the game that's made by the developers who made Mega Man Zero. And they helped make Mighty Number no. 9, but in, the, in between that development hell, they made another Mega Man type game that was exclusively for the 3DS. And I think it came out on Steam later. But it's essentially like Mega Man X, Mega Man Zero type gameplay. But instead of like shooting the enemies to death, shooting shooting them creates like a lock on, and then you unleash like the character's electric electric powers, and then his electricity will like home in on whoever's been tagged by his bullets. So it was kind of a different take on the Mega Man so Shane, style gameplay. Think of uh, you know when your hunter activates Arc Blade and how you just kind of like lock into other guardians and just kind of slice them. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, all right. But, um, and this was actually right after Anime Expo, but it might as well. Oh wait, be. hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold huh. on. Juan brought up Destiny. What the fuck happened to you, Juan, when we were playing Destiny? What do you mean? So like, like two or three weeks ago, I'm on Destiny, just like trudging around, and like I'm I'm at orbit, and like, oh, Juan Carlos is doing something. So then, like, I go to him. We were in the rocket yard. We were walking around, uh, killing a fallen. You sat down, and I was like, all right, well, you walked away. I called you on the phone, tried to invite you to a chat, and then your character just logged off. He was playing Street Fighter with me. I vaguely remember this. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I had to go somewhere. Where did I go? Because it was like, super sudden when I had to leave. Yeah, I know. And like there was like a bunch of people around, and like the... the um, the, the lieutenant showed up, and I'm like, Juan, like, <laughs> achieve it. Like, get up. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't believe if it was like a super, like, emergency. So I, something must have came up, but because we rarely get to play Destiny together. Um, I don't know what to say. I, 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 something came up. Fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up. I did. But speaking about Destiny, <laughs> uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, Josh, you had, uh, anything else about, uh, well, it's along the same lines of Anime Expo, even though it was announced today, actually. And there's no way that I could do this announcement justice, so I'm just going to flat out read the uh, press release. So, okay, so here we go. So get get ready for pleasure-powered weaponized women. What a time to be alive. Oh if my god, is this what... Like, oh shit. If you ever felt like what was missing in your life was weaponized girls powered by pleasure... Then boy, do oh, we God. have news for you! Oh God, Valkyrie Drive Bikuni Be- is coming to the West for PlayStation Vita, both physically and digitally, in 2016. Valkyria Drive, oh, Valkyrie Drive, is the outrageous new project by the creators of Senran Kagura 
that combines high-octane busty brawling and an awesome aerial-based combat system with pleasure-based weaponry and destructible clothing. This is the cheeky third-person action game you have been waiting for all your life. In the world of Valkyrie Drive, a group of girls has been infected with the mysterious armed virus. When infected, mm-hmm. the girls either become extras who transform into high-powered weapons when sexually aroused, or liberators who, after triggering a transformation, <sighs> have the power to wield the extras' weapon form, the, liberate, the liberator arms. Grinding, <laughs> grinding for new and more powerful weapons will never be tedious again. Then it breaks down the features. When two girls get it on, one girl turns into a super weapon. <laughs> Wield your incredible pleasure-powered weapons that take on hordes of enemies. Fast hack and slash action with a focus on stylish aerial combos. Power up your weapons by turning on your girlfriends. <laughs> weapons can be leveled up uh, to strength to the strength of 15 times, getting bigger and more awesome every time. Give your favorite, get your favorite girls into the action and into the dressing room and rub and touch to raise their levels. Fuck. What? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Japan. This is too Japan. And you could battle it out in arena-based online multiplayer with up to four players. And if you thought that was too Japan, just wait till we get to the games we've been playing this week. Because Uh, that wasn't all that we saw from Anime Expo, but I'm saving it for the end. Uh, Uh, I I think I just got mercury poisoning from how Japanese that was. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Your kids are going to start coming out deformed after that. <laughs> My daughter's eventually going to um, hear this show when she's older. <laughs> was this, was uh, this why you went to that room for an hour and a half, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I had big memories of Daddy going to a room and came back all sweaty. What was it? <laughs> oh, don't worry, honey. Car- <laughs> carpentry, carpentry. <laughs> Your father just had a podcast with a racist and a pervert. <laughs> and that was just shame. <laughs> You're not allowed to meet Uncle Shane. <laughs> Juan will tell his daughter this story when she asks him why there's a wall between us. <laughs> Why did they break Alaska off from Canada and float it down to Hawaii? Well, let me tell you, there was this really loudmouth white guy. Uh, uh, so that was uh, pretty much it for news, right? Yeah, that's all yeah, for news. Well, the Destiny Moments of Triumph uh, Part yes. 2 are out. Uh, yeah, that just launched on Bungie Day, which was about two days. Well, actually, what's today? The 8th? Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, yesterday. So it's um, unlike last year where you got an emblem... And for all your trouble, which people use for like a week until they got other emblems, now you can get a more physical reward in terms of a shirt that's only accessible for those who complete the Moments of Triumph. Now, on the Bungie store, they have that shirt listed for $77,777. But if you do your Moments of Triumph, you can get it for, I think it's 15 bucks. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, so, that's cool. So you don't have to. So they'll have other. They are. They have. You know. They have a. Even if you don't do all your moments of triumph, and I think this is really cool, uh, is uh, they, they give you like levels. So you, are, you get two shaders for every two things you do. You get like a reward. 
So they have shaders and emblems, but the one that people want is the shirt because here's the kicker. When you order the shirt, you can get your gamer tag on the shirt as well. It'll be customized oh, for you. Great. Great. So, no- so my game my gamer tag uh, is SS Jenkin mm-hmm. and it's be- it's because way back in the day I m- had a thing for Dragon Ball Z, so SS Jaken is Super Saiyan Jaken. Ah, okay. So I'm going to walk around with fucking someone thinking like, hey! Um, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get I gotta get the right terminology. I'm going to be walking around and someone's going to say, oh, Shustafel Jaken! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, SS, got it, great. Uh, Hitler, build that wall. <laughs> well, if you, I think you can get your name, like your real name, or just any, like your nickname, or you can get your gamer tag on it, but the thing is, it'll be customized for you. So no two people will, in theory, have the same shirt. And it has the Moments of Triance logo. It's in a navy blue. I think the name or the gamer tag goes on the uh, left sleeve. So kind of like on your shoulder. So that's it's pretty cool. And you have until, I believe, the end of September or mid-September when uh, the Iron Banner, the Lords of Iron uh, DLC goes live. So yep, 72 days, according to the Bungie website. Yep, so two months. So start making those raids. If you have to, I think the, 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 the two hard, I got the list. Oh, go ahead. I go, got read the it list off. right here. Um, blade reborn complete any of the exotic sword. God, quests I, hate, shacks. I hate that goddamn quest. Um, I think I did one of them. Oh, that, um, hmm. Aaron's mourns revenge, collect all 50 calcified fragments. That's just time. You can find guides. Yep. Um, defeat Oryx in the King's fall raid on hard. Mm-hmm. Um, complete the April quest at the gate. And return to the prison. That's not that's easy. Uh, okay. Uh, complete the Taken King main quest line, culminating in regicide. That's e- easy as well. Now, yeah, now it's easy. Yeah. Uh, challenge of the elders completed. Elder Sigil scorecard in the prison of elders. That's probably the easiest thing on there. Okay. Uh, complete the Crucible quest line, culminating in mountaintop. Uh, I don't even know if I have that quest line going on right now. Um, and then uh, com- uh, equip a fully leveled year two subclass on any character. Uh, second, oh, that should be the easiest thing. So you just have to max out the new abilities. Uh, like, uh, and I think I'm super close, close on yeah, that. Yeah, that's and make sure it's when you open the book. And I know for non-Destiny players, this is super boring. But uh, when you open the book, where you have all of those things listed, you have to actually press on the symbol over that. Um, activity to activate the reward because people will be like hey no i did those things how come it's not giving me credit you have to actually go in there and press it with uh with the o button or the x button whatever and i'm booting up my playstation and then uh you'll get credit for that and then you'll see your shaders and your emblems be added to your inventory automatically but get get on that stuff now because uh as time, you know, as we get closer, it'll be September before you know it. And a lot of you guys are going to be back, going back to school and to, you know, for those in college or high school. So get that stuff done now before you guys start going back to school in about a month and a half. I know that I'm going to be quite active on the uh, Sword Bear Clan Facebook group. Uh, a um, lot of us begging are. For, beg, begging for carries Well, they're going to be actually next week. They're going to help me do Oryx. All right. Well, I'm, I'm with okay. you because I need Oryx too. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's it for kind of the news. There's nothing like super no. um, amazing like coming up. Um, Red Dead Redemption is coming out for uh, backwards compatibility on Xbox mm-hmm. One. Yeah, and something like the sales um, of it peak like um, increased like six thousand percent or something. Insane right? number, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like um, all and of then, the, um, I think a bunch of the DLCs free too on Xbox One right now. Yep. 
And um, uh, Evolve is going free to play uh-huh. on PC. And because of that, and you're speaking um, speaking of uh, jumps, the player base for Evolve jumped sixteen thousand percent. So, so does it mean like thirty two people are playing it now instead of like eight? <laughs> accurate. Ac- that is it. That is an accurate uh, statement. So uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm actually downloading it on Steam right now. So. Um, and then I guess the only other thing I could think of is that um, Blizzard announced their Comic-Con plans and they're going to have a panel discussing the new Overwatch character that's going to be added into mm-hmm. the game soon, which is rumored to is be Farrah's uh, mother. It's going to have a fat Sombra, ass. right? Probably. Yeah. Probably to Shane, yes to Juan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no. Dude, like, seriously, like, like, do you ever see the concept art of May when she's not in her, like, overcoat? Yeah. <laughs> The one that everybody cosplays because it's just a tank top and sweats. Yeah, bitch is thick. Like, goddamn. Makes me wish I was still dating my ex girlfriend because I could put her in that outfit. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh man, uh, man. There's a couple of people if they heard that they're gonna be mad. Good thing they don't listen to the podcast. Uh, anyway, so um, no one listens to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, Josh. Go really, for all this talk about the past, and then Josh, I think feel it's only fitting we play this for a, for a second. All right, keep talking. All right. Well. Mm. I don't know what I'm listening to right now. Listen up, everybody. Tony Billy Boy has been in prison for 25 years. He's only been out for Damn it. Days. I hate videos that have a story. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Lionel Richie's Hello. <laughs> oh. And, I was like, and he's a professor at some damn school. I totally forgot about this part. <laughs> oh, you're bad. Oh, fail. Hashtag fail. Fail army. Yeah. Fail blog. God damn uh, it. All right. This is done. <laughs> there. I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Let's get the weeb. Uh, the weeb? weeb? Uh, bullet. <laughs> so, let's get the weeb lightning round out, out right, of the right. way. Oh, I thought we took care of it already. That's it? Yeah. Well, there was one game that I wanted to talk about. Well, there's a few games that I played at AX that I wanted to talk about on the games we've been playing, but Juan was Juan's up first, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, really, oh yeah, I, jo- I know I Josh wants me to go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, well, why? What oh, okay. happened? All right, well, all right. What so you know how we always make the comment that we always say we're going to play you know, games with each other, but we never do. Well, Josh yeah. reached out and says, "Hey, uh, I have a lazy day today, and if you want to do some Street Fighter Five, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I I would love to do some Street Fighter Five." Uh, so we played online. I think we played about 15 matches. Um, I, I don't want to use the word uh, uh, lost as 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 <laughs> much as I want to use um, uh, destroyed. Uh, okay. I I won. I won some matches, and by some, uh, I mean two, because <laughs> Josh won 13 of those things. And not just with one character, mind you. He threw at me, uh, let's see, Ryu. He threw in uh, Laura. He threw in, uh, God, who else did you throw in? Uh, Chun-Li, Cammy. He threw half the roster at me. And uh, there were good matches. You know, there were some fights where I was just like, oh, my God. There was this Chun-Li combo he threw at me where, like, he juggled me in the air. And I was like, I, 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 I don't throw the controller. I just placed, <laughs> I, I gently placed it on the ground, put my hands up as if I was being arrested. I'm like, 
I yield. I you am... still would have been shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jesus! But, but it's, it's I realize. All right, Long I, lives matter. I, I need to put far more practice because I I knew. And I, and Josh, you could go ahead and say it, but I knew if I if I was in the room with Josh, he can straight up tell that there were parts where I was just panicking and button mashing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like there were parts like I was like, why am I fucking throwing that that move out now, or, or why am I like what like even like if I could replay it in my head, I'm replaying those matches like oh my god that was so foolish, and and then I'm seeing how clean like Josh had no wasted moves, like everything was just had purpose and i'm just fucking slamming things on the ground because i was to the point where i all right i i I couldn't find a way to get into josh like his spacing game is great like and there were there were some matches where he had beautiful reads like i think i activated karin's special and right there he did uh oh it was a buki that ibuki match where you did her special in return and you just nailed me in midair and i was like oh no i think fuck I think that was Rashid, actually. I don't. I don't have. Oh, it was Rashid. I didn't buy you know, any of the DLC characters Rashid. yet. It was Rashid, but my God, like it was. It was perfect timing. So I, I didn't. I like. I, I like losing matches like that because like it's just man, this fucking Josh is really good at Street Fighter Five, um, and I haven't had these kind of matches like when I played uh, Ash Paulson from uh, Game Explain. Uh, it was something similar to that where I was just getting beat. But then as got as the matches got on, like I started to kind of get an idea of what they were doing. But the thing I couldn't figure out, Josh, is that how do you change the goddamn character in the lobby? Because I was stuck with Karin for like the whole thing. Oh yeah, I thought I assumed you were just trying to like practice with her or something. But yeah, that, that, yeah, that's it's that's stupid what it was. because but just in case I, I wanted you know a friend's asking how you change characters. <laughs> no, but it's it's stupid. It's like. I thought it was only for ranked, so people couldn't like counterpick. Mm-hmm. But I learned playing with you that it's apparently all across online. But you have to change your, you have to go into like your personal profile, and you have to change your favorite character, and it automatically just selects oh. whoever you pick as your favorite character. So it's really stupid. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep. I'm. I'm not gonna move away from Karin. I'll, I'll probably pick up a, a secondary one, but that she's gonna be the main one. I just gotta practice with her a little bit more especially since i dropped the the cash for the dlc swimsuit which i know shane would appreciate yeah dude like i have street fighter on my list too and the only thing i want to add aside from the aside from how stupid it is that you have to change your profile to change your character um is that you pretty much sold me on the beach level just because in the background uh hinata and Mm -hmm. tiffany from rival schools are in the are watching you fight and I was like, I, as soon as I saw them, it was like, I was completely distracted. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, they remember Rival Schools exists. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a gorgeous stage. Uh, but yeah. And if anybody else in the, you know, if listeners want to play, uh, it'll be cool if we can get like something on, on the couple of hours, like minutes or hours, an hour before the show, I'm available. So we get some matches on there and I could um, sing your, and your praises of how you roughly defeated me. But, um, <laughs> which, which, you know, like, um, like I remember playing, um, some Smash Bros with Josh and he just like Molly Wops. I, I will buy you a computer, play Counter Strike with you just so I can feel superior. <laughs> well, I do. Maybe I could use a new computer, <laughs> preferably yeah. with a charger. Uh, I have that. I found it, by the way. You know okay. what? I will. Yeah, bring, I'll bring it. it down. I'll trade, I'll trade it to you for a hat. I can't, I can't write 
while we're at Comic-Con without that charger. So could, if you could please remember to bring it, that would be great. I, I will tell yeah. you, oh, are you... Are you coming to Comic-Con? Um, probably. I don't know how long, but yeah, most likely at least a day. Mm. I, I will tell you, Sheen, so, that... Long enough for me to be <laughs> Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, you could even do it while wearing one of the VR porn headsets. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> um, I, I will say that I've been watching a lot of the CSGO tournaments on TBS and I, yeah. I am glued to that stuff, man. Like I, like how, how do you, I, I meant to ask you a couple shows ago. It's been a while since I've been on, but have you seen any of that stuff that TBS has been putting out with CSGO? No, I, I know that, um, I know that, uh, uh, Shaq bought a CSGO pro team. And um, Shaquille did O'Neal, Big bro, do the same. Oh. Yeah, he bought a CS. He he bought a CSGO team, or was that? Um, no, that was League. Never mind. Yeah. Um. So, and I know he has like some sort of like partial ownership of TBS, but uh, I know that um, there's a big. I think Cologne is going on right now. There's a big CSGO tournament going on right now. The 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 purse is at like a million dollars, but some of the stuff that the pros do are like like if you've ever played the game. Like you see some of the shit they do, it's like incredible. Cause you have to you have to balance, you know, your 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 movement, your crouching, um, you know, uh, recoil pattern control. It's it's really like like besides fighting games, it's like skill at its purest, absolute skill at its purest. There's no variables. Yeah, I mean, if you have a pistol and you're going up against a guy with an op, you know, the guy with the op has the advantage because he's got a one shot one kill rifle, but if the guy with the op is garbage and you're a fucking pro player with a USP, you can one tap him from across the map if you're good. So it's skill at its purest. No, it, it's, and that's the thing where it, it's, I, I've been glued to it and I, and I've played CS, I played Counter-Strike, God, years, years ago, nearly 10 years ago. And, um, I haven't touched it since, but just seeing and watching it and they do it like in two, two and a half hour segments, like the playoffs and, like I was absolutely locked in and it got me like, wow, I, I like, I know I will never be, I probably will never play it again, but just, I won't more than okay than just watching this. And it's been pulling in some pretty damn good numbers. And just last weekend or a weekend, uh, two weeks ago, we had um, CEO in Orlando. And if you watch that, uh, Josh, did you get a chance to catch any of it? I watched the end of the fi- I watched the end of the finals and I watched the Kenny Omega oh, Xavier, Xavier Woods, Woods fight. That that Taquito infiltration match was uh, and Shane, uh, you have to watch it. It's like it's eighteen minutes long, the whole thing. But the level of play is surreal. There, like, there's a thing where you can parry, mm-hmm. and, but you have to. So you have like. A second. I know. I, I know? Uh, there's a famous video. For, uh, yeah, it's a uh, Daigo Street, Street Fighter and, Three. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Uh, so, but explain explain parrying. Well, parrying is like if you get hit, you can block. But if you can, if you move forward at the exact moment your opponent hits you, you you block and like you parry it and you don't take any damage and you put yourself in a position where you could in, like right away um, respond. So. Tokido, he catches all four hits of um, Nash's like EX move, like it's which super powered, super fast. He times it mm-hmm. every like perfectly, and then counters with his own special. 
And it's stuff that, and you got to imagine the audience is filled with a bunch of top level players who've probably, you know, better than anybody here, like in the, you know, this digital room. But Mm -hmm. the stuff that these two guys were throwing at each other was like fucking Super Saiyan, like four level type shit. And it's like even your casual video game fan who's never touched Street Fighter since maybe Street Fighter 2, right? They can sit and watch it and go like, holy shit. And, and I, I'm so excited. And I meant to put this in the notes, but ESPN, I don't know if you guys watch, is going to broadcast the Street Fighter V tournament from Evo this year. Really? Yeah, or ESPN2, but still ESPN. And you're seeing like with CSGO and, and with a bunch of other video games, um, you're, you're get, this is the dawn of esports becoming a, uh, being embraced by the masses in terms of non-video game players. Even if you don't, because before it's like if you played Smash, you watched CEO, you watched you know the PAX tournament, you watch Evo. Now it's like I don't play any of these games, but I will spend my weekend watching the whole damn thing. Yeah, I, I'm super excited. Evo's next week. I I am beside myself with with excitement. We're seeing Smash Force Melee. Street Fighter Five, if Takedo can repeat, or I'm hoping if we can get the first American. An American has never won a street, a major Street Fighter tournament. N- never. Really? We and you would think that we would get pretty darn close. We haven't. Um, we have a couple of guys here, local guys who are pretty good. Um, I know Car- if Carlos was here, he would get a little bit more detail about it. But uh, there's a guy, Snake Eyes, that I'm a huge fan of. He uses Zangief. Um. So uh, I'm 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 going to be rooting for him for Evo, but uh, I, I've been ranting. But my God, if I have to, I posted the video. Um, I think the the day after of the whole match. If if you go to Geekscape, uh, just search for it. It just put Street Fighter Five Finals Taquito. Um, it, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing to watch. Right on. Um. So. Guess like where the hell are we in the outline? Uh, I was games, games, games been playing. playing? That, that's yeah, games been playing. Oh, yeah, you, you can <laughs> okay. skip me. That, that's just the main thing. Um. Yeah, I haven't been playing anything else besides some CS:GO, some Pokemon Go, a lot of Go Go Go, Wind Waker HD. Uh. So Josh, let's uh, get the Weeb breakdown from AX. Okay. So AX. Um. I well, aside from that, I played Street Fighter Five, which I talked about. Um. But. Let's run down the, le- the less important ones before we get to the main one. Um, Fairy Fencer F, I'm really close to the end. And Juan, I know you played Bravely Default. Mm-hmm. I'm in a similar... You know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to spoil it because no one plays Fairy Fencer F but me. <laughs> um, it, like, I, wait, well, I, got, I have Fairy Fencer F. Do you really? And you already said you're not going to play it. Because I didn't like it. It was bad. He, he has it because I sent him a review code. Mm. And it was a bad. it was a bad game. It's not good. It gets boring eventually. <laughs> like the part that I'm at, it's like you essentially complete your task and then something happens that forces you to go back in time and then you pretty much have to play the whole fucking game again. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so. Oh my I'm God. At the what? End of, yeah. Like, did you. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I don't want to say it just, again because I might just, spoil something else. But just just do it. No, I was going to say, did you beat Bravely uh, Default? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Because there's an infamous part in that game where it goes back in time. Like, after you think you beat the game, it goes back in time and you have to replay the whole game like five times before you finally can beat it. No, wait. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So that was like the biggest universal complaint about the game. Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm not. Fuck that. I'm trading it in. Yeah. (laughs) Bravely Second doesn't do that. It does something similar, but not 
not as bad, but yeah, Bravely, the original Bravely Default had that where you had to go through the whole, I mean, you could do it a lot faster because all the dungeons are open, so you could just run to each one and redo everything over and over again. But the fact that you have to do it five different times, I think it's five if I remember correctly, like where you essentially have to beat the same dungeons over and over again. It's ridiculous, but yeah, that's where I'm at in Fairy Fencer. I'm really close to the end, but it's getting really boring because I'm just redoing content at this point. Um, okay, so at AX, I played Azure Striker Gunvolt 2 and played as the new character who tags opponents by dashing into them instead of tagging them with his gun. So it's kind of like the opposite, where instead of playing carefully, this character rewards you for just flying into shit. And then when you, after you bump into them, if you shoot stuff, your bullets just follow the enemy. So... There was that. It's a, it's if you played the first one, it's a lot of fun. If you've played Mega Man Zero or any of those Mega Man X type games, it's looking to be pretty great. Um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. I played a match against. It was Turles versus Lord Slug. Like they're using the fucking characters that no one that are ridiculously obscure. So, um, I never played the original Xenoverse, so I can't comment on how much it's improved, but I liked how the game essentially gives you full, like, 3D range of motion. So, like, past Dragon Ball games, even if they were 3D, the characters were always, like, usually facing the opponent, or would the camera would be fixed in a position where you're always facing the opponent. But in this one, you could kind of just move wherever you want, whenever you wanted, so that was good. Um, I played Yomawari, which was the game that NIS America was discussing at their panel, which we were talked about a little bit. And look it up if you guys get a chance. Um, Yomawari, Y-O-M-A-W-A-R-I. And it looks really, like, cutesy. It has this really, like, uh, really beautiful art style to it. But it's a horror game. And when you when you play it, it's, like, based off of the idea that when you're in the dark, you don't really know what's around, so you get kind of paranoid and think that things might be following you. Mm. But in this case, you're playing a little girl as a little girl who's actually being followed by monsters while looking for her lost, uh, I think it was her big sister. And the the game, like, when I started actually playing the game, the tutorial is you walking your dog, right? And <laughs> in the tutorial, they're teaching you how to use items, so you pick up a pebble and you're supposed to be able to throw pebbles to like distract enemies so you can get past them. Cause if you just, if an enemy just touches you, it's like instant death. So the game goes push L and like square to throw the pebble. And then when you do that in the tutorial, the, your dog follows the pebble and immediately gets hit by a truck. And then there's just this big blood stain when the game comes back from its black oh, screen. Oh God. And it's like, fuck. All right. This game's not messing around. So <laughs> yeah, it's really. It's really deceiving how dark it is compared to how it looks. So it's definitely a game to keep an eye out for. It's going to be on Vita <laughs> and then eventually for Steam. So since no one has a Vita, I guess the release date might as well be the PC date. Um, <laughs> and then at home, I played a little bit of Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which so far it's really good. I think it's interesting that the um, that the demons or personas or whatever you want to call them are are pretty much all the old Fire Emblem protagonists. Nice. And for some reason, mm -hmm. they're like ghosts and they fuse with teenagers to become pop idols while they fight. That sounds, it's that like makes the sense. Weirdest... Yeah, of course. <clears throat> that makes sense. But like it uses the same kind, it uses a combination of Shin Megami Tensei's emphasis on exploiting weaknesses and then Fire Emblem's rock, paper, scissors, like weapon style. And so far, it's like really, the game's really, really good. Like the 
animations, the characters' facial expressions are hilarious. Um, there's already a lot of variety and I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'm only about two hours in. But the one that I really wanted to talk about, and there's an article that I just posted right before we started recording that goes a little bit more in depth, was Gal Gun Double Piece, which was also a demo that was at Anime Expo. And essentially, this game is just a really basic um, rail shooter, and it's made by the same developers as Azure Striker Gunvolt and Mega Man Zero, um, Intel Creates. But instead of it being a regular um, rail shooter where you're like shooting monsters and enemies and stuff, you're playing as like a high school girl who, where her entire school has been taken over by demons that are forcing all of her classmates in what I assume is an all girls school to be attracted to her. And they're all like trying to, they're all trying to like show their love for you and all this kind of stuff. And the only way to, the only way to stop them is to shoot pheromone bullets at them. And rather oh. than rather than taking them out with headshots, you have to shoot them in the in the boobs or like the vagina or whatever, and the, or the ass or whatever is visible. So it's like when you zoom into the enemies to like get a better shot, like their clothes become transparent and you can see through them. Um, there's mini games outside of the shooting where one of your um, one of your friends gets trapped in a window. And the only way to get her out is to stand behind her and grab her hips and use your fingers on the touchpad on the PS4 control to pull her forward and backwards and forward and backwards. And it's coming out next week. Yeah, so pick it up then? Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, the be- is, it, I think the, is it on the Vita? It's on both the PS4 and the Vita. All right, I'm going to so, go. And I think the best part about it is that the game knows how kind of gross it is because... I can't remember what they called it on the controller guideline. It was something like, oh, the mom button for when your mom walks in the room. But if you push the L3 and R3 buttons at the same time, the screen just fades to black and then switches to a picture of like an 8-bit RPG. So it looks like you're playing something else. (laughs) (laughs) So like, and as soon as people leave the room and it's safe to be, be a weeb in the private, in your own like private space. Then you can go back to like shooting boobs and vaginas. I'm picking this game up. Uh, so is that it from you? Yep, that's it. Weaved out. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, question of the week. Last week we asked you guys, what video game character would you have a sexual relationship with? We got some weird responses. Got some good responses. Um, Danielle P said Heather M from uh, Heather M Heather Mason <laughs> from Silent Hill Three. Our own Carlos Lopez said Glover, and then Don Nuts. Um, Courtney D said. Alistair from Dragon Age. Ezra H. said, any of the girls from DOA Beach Volleyball. Uh, then Matt S. said, um, the female adventurer from the original Atari game, Adventure. Or Kimberly from Space Ace. And I have to say, Kimberly from Space Ace is Don Bluth animation at its finest. So, get to it. Um, Matt S. said, Kirby, for obvious reasons. Jessica J. said, not two from Soul Calibur. Johnny Ives! John I said Urgot from League of Legends. Michaela R said Sephiroth. Rick L said Miranda Lawson. Brett D said Laura Croft. I think we know why, fellas. Uh, my friend Rain said my Titan in my Titan Guardian. <laughs> As Rick. Uh, Eric B said Yuna. Uh, Derek G said uh, Lulu from Final Fantasy. And then John P said my naked bank alt on WoW. She a hot night elf. You guys got any responses? Dude. I'm glad that you had so many because I forgot to post it, so I don't. <laughs> Great. But Shane, Shane, Totes. how about you? How about me? Uh, last week, uh, I said uh, Elizabeth from um, 
Bioshock. Good choice. Yeah, yeah, totes. Like, yeah. And you're and and you won. Ken Levine's coming after you. Uh, I'm coming after Ken Levine. Uh, I guess Bayonetta. Yay! There we go. Yeah. Both Corins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the at the same time. time. Um, do we have a mission objective for this week? We didn't talk about that, no. Um, I mean, we might not have a podcast next week, but we will have one at Comic-Con, so... Wait, why aren't we going to have one next week? Uh, I have a music festival to go to, so if you guys want to do the podcast without me... We can do the Comic-Con preview. Yeah, you guys want to do a Comic-Con pre-show? Sweet, 100% less racism. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Built that wall. Uh, so around the site, boys, um, uh, my around the site this week is uh, Natalie um, posted uh, the new uh, Figma Elsa character. Yep. Uh, and I'm actually really stoked. It looks really cool. Figma always makes some amazing uh, figures. And uh, I don't know, just Elsa is a, a really cool design and they brought it to um, uh, <laughs> 3D, I guess. Um um, fairly well. Uh, you can get it at Ami Ami or Hobby Link Japan for seven thousand yen, roughly seventy US dollars that right about now. So get fair press. Get on it. Yeah, get and on it. It comes with the Olaf character too, right? Who gives a fuck about I'm that? I'm just trying either. to get more value for, for seventy dollars. <laughs> How about you, Josh? What's um, your around the site? Well, that was going to be mine, but for the sake of variety, I'll say the Mark Summers returning to host ah, a yes. Double Dare live at Comic Con. That's hype. That's hype. Uh, I wonder if they're going to bring back that nose game no, that nobody are. ever won. They are bringing it back. Like, <laughs> yep. They are? Dude, bring... that game, that, the nose was like the kiss of death. Like yes, People would either get it right away or they would freaking dig through it for the whole three minutes or whatever. <laughs> um, mine, I'm going to plug myself. Fra- Oof. Phrasing. Ooh, hello. Um, uh. But uh, Archer, the entire cast <laughs> is going to perform... At Comic Con, I believe it's Thursday, on a 222 foot long yacht. So Shane, remember they had the Assassin's Creed party? Yeah, uh, that was on the Star of India. Was that a yacht or just like a? It was a. It was a an old ship from the 1700s. Ah. It was. It was like. Um, but there's a yacht that gets rented out for those parties, like. Uh, TV Guide usually rents it out for parties. I think it's the same kind of yacht because I think the party that you mentioned, I think it was two years ago, you mentioned it had like a dance floor in there and um, like like two separate dance floors. Uh, This yacht where they're doing this event, they're going to do a live uh, uh, performance of one of the episodes. The entire cast is going to be there and they're going to have free food, drinks, uh, meet and greets. The catch is you have to register for this event. Uh, this was today or actually yesterday. So there's a waiting list that you can sign up for um, because you're going to have that and there's going to be a separate event at Comic-Con itself. It doesn't appear that you need the actual pass for Comic-Con. As long as you register for the ticket, you should be good. So hit the site, click the link, put yourself on the waiting list. Even though it's like the day after, a lot of people are going to register for this or they're going to have a ticket, but they're not going to get in. Um, even if you go there and get the standby waiting list, you might even get a chance to get in that way. So definitely go to the article, check it out, and uh, get more details on that event. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess that was it, guys. Um, thank you for joining us for level 83 of the Geekscape Games podcast. 
As always, you can find us at geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at channel here on Twitter at SSJ Can I Gaming Platform. I'm at Inu Joshua. And I am at the King of Mars. Alright, we'll see you guys back here next week for the Comic Con Free Show. Bye. 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 Right now, baby, hurry up and give your loving to me. Right now, I need your body near me. Girl, you need to get right to you.